welcome back to the Six Side Culture Podcast. Today, we'll be speaking about the recent news that's come out. Um, I'll be joined by Francesco. What's up? Hello, Enzo. How are you? Uh, not bad. It's been a rough couple of days of transfer news to Roma. Um, I'm happy about Gianluca Mancini, but we'll talk about that later on. Um, so first, I want to bring up uh, Theo Hernandez. And by the way, guys, um, Danny, Michele, and a special guest is going to come on. His name is Joe. Um, they weren't available today, so... That's why it'd only be us two, and uh, yeah, it's continued. So, Rafael Hernandez joining AC Milan. What do you think? Oh, I think that's uh, really good for AC Milan. I think that's a step in the right direction. Uh, they're on a, like a poor, like down downhill slant, in my opinion. So I think like Theo Hernandez is like a good signing in like, the right direction. Hopefully, he could like rejuvenate this Milan squad and be like one of many greats that go to the team. And hopefully, like you could see in a couple of years, Milan in the top four fighting for fighting for the Scudetto in a couple of years. I'd like to see the competition rise. Yeah, um, I saw a couple stats about him. Uh, I know he's a very good dribbler as a left-back. Um, I don't think he had the most dribbles like past opponents or something. I'm not sure what the stat was, but uh, he's very good at bringing the ball up. I know that. Um, he's kind of an offensive left-back, similar to Kolarov or even Cancelo, if you want to look at the right-back position. Um, I think he's a solid signing. Um, who was Milan's left-back last season? I can't. Rodriguez? Uh, it was Rodriguez, yeah. I think yeah. it was him, yeah. I'm not sure if he did too well. I don't really watch Milan games unless they play Roma or if it's a big match. But um, I know Milan fans aren't very happy with him, so this should be a step up. He played for Real Madrid. Anyone that comes from Madrid is a good player most of the time. So, yeah, that should be good. Yeah, most of the time. Um, now I'm going to talk about Paulo Lopez from Real Betis joining Roma for a fee of 27 million euros. Um, I'll start this one off. Um Obviously, last season we had Robin Olsen and uh, Mirante in that. Olsen, obviously, the first half of the year, Mirante towards the end of the last 12 games, I think, remaining, with uh, Claudio Ranieri being appointed as a new manager. Um, I think it's a big signing for us. I'm not sure about the fee because I haven't really watched them. Uh, what I've been hearing is that he's a very good keeper last year. He's solid. Um, we need a solid keeper because obviously Olsen was a disaster. He started off pretty well. He had some good games, like the one against Real Madrid was spectacular. I didn't expect that at all. But um, we needed a keeper. We have good uh, keeper trainers. What's the word I want to use? Goalie trainers, my bad. And um, yeah, I think getting a keeper is very important for us. One of the many positions we need filled out. And what do you think? Yeah, I think uh, Paulo Lopez is a very good signing for Roma. I think... Um, I've seen like a couple games from him in La Liga with the Betty defense, and I think he's like really like he he uh, gets his defenders on well. Um, I heard Romo was linked with Mark Bartra. I don't know if that's like still going yeah, on. Yeah, they or stopped not. the negotiations like, for Bartra. Oh, okay. I was gonna say if he could have got that, that would have been like really helped him because it would have like helped him because like he's used to like that defense. But uh, yeah, I think Roma needed a defense though because obviously Sale Manolas. I think you need, like, that big player still so, like, he could, like, like do things for Roma. Like, he's not going to be, like, a miracle worker. He's not going to be, like, no, like, Gianluigi Buffon or anything, but he's going to get the job done better than Olsen and better than Merante. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm happy to signing. I thought he was older, but it turns out he's 23 going on 24. So, yeah, oh, I right. thought he was okay. 30 years of age or something. He looks pretty old, to be honest. Oh. Not to be rude, but, yeah, he looks older than he is. Um. He even played for Tottenham, I'm pretty sure. Uh, he played for, I think, who was yeah. it? It was a Madrid, a Madrid side. What was that? No, it was it. I think it was just some team in Spain, maybe Espanol or someone like that. But he played in uh, both England and Spain, so he had some good experience. 
apparently had a good season. Um, I think he was going to replace All Black if he was sold or something. I heard rumors about that a while ago. Oh, okay. not sure if that's true. Some people have told me that. Um, so yeah, I'm happy with the signing. Um, next, we'll speak about a Menzukic potentially leaving Juventus. So, uh, what do you think about that? Yeah, it honestly breaks my heart seeing Menzukic leave. I think he still has. He's not a, a game in game out striker. Like I don't think he could start like every game of City out Champions League all that. Like I don't think he has it in him to like be a consistent starter. But he's that player that like will come in the big games when needed, and he'll perform at such a high level and help us out like the to win the games or like to score crucial goals. And I think he still has that quality in him. And to like just let him see him go for fifty million to Dortmund is um it, it's a real shame. But I'm happy for him because he'll get regular minutes at Dortmund. He's used to the Bundesliga as he played for Bayern before, so I think he'll do well there. Just like shame for for Juve as a, a team. But on the bright side, like Moise King will get more minutes, hopefully. So maybe it could be like a bittersweet moment for us. Yeah, do you think it was one of those like situations where you had to choose between Keane and Mandzukic, or what do you think? Uh, no, I think it was if we get Icardi, then we'll have to choose between Keane, Mandzukic, Icardi. I think that would have been like a big problem. But Mandzukic leaving or staying, Keane would have had like. He probably would have been a bigger role than Mandzukic, I think. And I think that's why he has to leave. Yeah, I don't have much say on this because I'm not really a Juventus fan. I don't really, I don't feel the same passion they do for uh, Mario Mandzukic because he's obviously created a lot of special moments, including that bicycle kick in the Champions League final against Real Madrid, right? Yeah. yeah. So obviously that's a moment they'll never forget. It's tough to see him go, but it was going to happen eventually. And it looks like it's happening now. Um, so now let's move on to Andre Silva. And do you think he'll be an important uh teammate or a player for you for uh, Milan almost said you went to say um no I don't see Andre Silva as a very important teammate I think Piontek needs to like lead the line uh for Milan I don't see Andre Silva like in Milan's plans to be fair um with me Andre Silva he's an interesting player because coming into Milan obviously he brought a lot of hype with him a lot of people are excited especially me Milan fans uh, I heard a lot of good things about him before when he was at Monaco I believe could be wrong. Came from Monaco, I'm pretty sure. Or was it? No, he went to Sevilla after. Um, he had a good start. Some uh, technical uh, technical difficulties that happened right there, but uh, we're back. Um, yeah, so as I was saying, in Sevilla uh, last season had a good start. Later on in the season, he quieted down and scored as many goals and play or perform as well. But um, maybe under Giampaolo. Uh, he can find his form and be important for Milan. It'll be hard at Piontek starting at striker. Maybe they'll go for a two-striker formation, or maybe Cutrone will be the starter beside Piontek, or maybe Piontek will be on his own. And we don't know what's going to happen, but um, it's hard to tell right now. I think he's a talented player. He's young, but as of right now, I don't think he'll be very important for Milan next year. I, th- I think the City A is the wrong league for him, in my opinion. I think he needs to go to like a different league, like maybe like go back to Ligue 1. Or go to like the BPL, try that out. I don't think like the city has like his league to excel in. If he wants to excel as a player, I th- I think the city has like the wrong destination for him. Yeah, you could be right there. I don't know for sure, but you could be right. Um, now I'm going to talk about something that is kind of annoying me lately. Um, El Shirawi departing to Shanghai Shenhua, a Chinese club that offered him 16 million uh, euros in the wages a season. Um, he was very important to us last season, in my opinion. He was the best player by far. 
he found consistency. He was a star for us. He scored important goals. Everything you can ask for of a player. Um, he worked hard. Even defensively, he ran back. Something just clicked for him. Uh, maybe it's maturity. I don't know what it was, but he was fantastic and phenomenal last season. Um, he's gone now. Um, we're going to have to replace him. Uh, I'm very disappointed in the sale of El Shirawi. If I had to choose between Manolas and El Shirawi, I would have sold Manolas because El Shirawi, to me, became a very important player for us. Nobody would ever... If you ask someone that followed Roma two years ago if El Shirawi would be very important or if you mind selling him, they'd all say they don't really care, let him go, whatever. But after this year, we all grew a connection with him. Very important player and um, very sad to see him go. We're going to have to replace him. I'm not sure who that will be, but it's going to have to be someone. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, it's a it's a real shame for him to leave Roma, uh, especially a uh, talented Italian leaving Serie A to go to China. So it's it's a real shame because I I know he has a a lot of talent and he could have been like because I know Roma is like a rebuilding stage with Zaniolo they're getting new defense with Mancini and I, I think El Shadali could have been like they just lost Tirosi so I think El Shadali could have been like that leader role for Roma and I think it would have been important but it's a shame especially to see. Uh, what's going to happen with the Zuri team, the national team, just to see if he's going to get called up or not. And hopefully he is because he's still a quality player he produces. But it's a shame, but he's going, not necessarily for the money, but like he's going for like a new challenge, new horizon in China. And hopefully he could excel in there and get still, still called up for the national team. Yeah, um, it's going to be a hard one to forget about. Maybe if we replace him with somebody good and they do well, It'll be a little bit easier, but I'm happy for him. He's making the most money out of all the Italians in Europe and soccer in general. It's good for him. He's 26 years old. I would have liked if he stayed in Europe longer, but um, he decided to go to China. We sold him. I feel like we forced him out in a way, but who can deny those wages, honestly? Um, but, yeah, now let's uh, move on to Masharawi before uh, I start getting headache again when he was first uh, released. So let's start speaking about the best midfield in Serie A as of right now, of course, because chancellor market's not done. So what do you think? Um, uh, as of right now, I think the best midfield in Serie A could be, I'm going to say Inter. I think they have a really promising, good midfielder. I think their midfield of Nangolan as of right now, Berella, I think, I think that could be like really good, especially under Antonio Conte's guidance. Um. In my opinion, that's a really tough question. I'm not sure. Uh, um, obviously, Napoli, if uh, James Rodriguez arrives, that'll be huge for them. Um, who else? Juventus, who would your midfield be as of right now? As of right now, it's Matuidi, Pjanic, Kedira is still there. Um, nothing like really special right now. We have uh, Aaron Ramsey and Rabiot, who I'm excited for, but I don't think it's the best. Maybe if we get Pogba or Milinkovic Savic, one of those two, I think we could be like in that category, but I wouldn't say like the best, the best yet. Um, I'm really liking Roma's midfield, our, our midfield right now, because um, we have Pellegrini, Diawara, uh, Zaniolo, Cristante, um, possibly Veretut, which I believe we're still going for. It's been a, a battle between uh, Milan, Napoli, and Roma for him, but. Um, I think we have a really good midfield. I'm not choosing us, though, because I haven't seen them play together yet like most teams. But yeah. I'm going to go for Juventus only because I feel like they have the best names in midfield. 
Well, uh, which one name was? How they perform. Yeah, I haven't seen them perform yet, but based off names, I'll choose Juventus right now. Obviously, I have to wait, and we can choose a, a definite winner at the end of the year. But as of right now, I'll go with Juventus. Um, now let's talk about Federico Chiesa and how the owner of Fiorentina, I believe his name is Rocco Comiso. Yeah. Um, he said that he will not sell Federico Chiesa this season, so at least for one year he's not going. What do you think about him taking a stance on him closing um, all the rumors of him departing the club? Yeah, I think that's really smart. I think Fiorentina, like he said, he doesn't want Fiorentina to be like a a market. He he wants to like keep his players. He wants to like make Fiorentina like eligible for the Scudetto, and I think that's like the passion like the fans deserve. And I I think that. Fiorentina are in the right direction here with keeping their talents like Federico Chiesa and in the future like buying like, other stars and keeping their homegrown talents. I think that's important because like let, let's say like Chiesa like he sold Chiesa to Juve for 110 million like then like Fiorentina get weaker Juve gets stronger and it just unbalances the team. Yeah I agree um, obviously Roma we have a history of selling everyone so it's nice to see another club like Fiorentina, especially a smaller club, taking a stance, saying we're not selling our best player. And also one of the best young talents in not only Italy, but the world. Um, so it's good to see them doing that. Obviously, Chiesa is a phenomenal talent player, person too. If you've seen his interviews, he's a really nice guy. Yeah. Um, I think it's great of them to keep him for another year. I think it's good for him too to uh, get another year under his belt as a leader of the team before he goes yeah. off to maybe a Juventus or a bigger club like that. So, yeah, I think it's a good move by uh, Comiso to keep him and good for Chiesa, too. So, uh, now let's move on to Delit, who Juventus could wrap up a deal for by the end of the week. So, what do you think about that? I'm excited for Delit. I think he's not going to be the next Chiellini, but he's going to be close to the next Chiellini. I think he's an excellent, like, young leader, and that, that and he's, like, really talented for his age. Uh, my only worry is uh, if he wants to come or not, like, as a long-term plan or, like, a stepping stone. Like, hopefully, he, he, like, comes to Juve as, like, I want to come here and I want to stay here. And he could retire with the club, but that's a long shot. Um, I, like, if he does do that, like, I think that's, like, a really good signing. And uh, we need to keep everyone else. Like, I think we need to keep Benucci in play with three in the back or have Benucci and Dalit and even Killian because he's getting older just so he doesn't get, like, injured throughout the season because Killian is a really important role for us. Like, just all of uh, rotate between the three and have Rugani play some minutes. And uh, we also have Romero and um, uh, I'm forgetting one. We just signed him. And um, the Miral, I think our defense is like really good, really shaping up. But I think we need to have three in the back in order to like get like quality minutes for everyone. Um, yeah, I think that it's obviously a good signing. Uh, I don't think anybody could disagree with that. Um, the phenomenal player, great leader, as we spoke on the last pod- last podcast. Um, we spoke about how he um, had that speech um, after Ajax. What was it? They won the yeah. They won the Everdice. Yeah, they won the Everdice title. Everdice, whatever it's called, that uh, that league there. They won. Um, yeah, I like that speech. Uh, he took initiative. He's a young man, but he's he's speaking like a grown man. Uh, it's great to see. Uh, he's a great leader once again. Uh, Juventus have a lot of those players who speak up in the locker room, which I think is very important to get a championship team and bring home the UEFA Champions League title at the end of the year, um, which I think they will do with this team right now. Obviously, you have to wait and see how it plays out, but I think they will. 
Yeah, he's a great signing. Um, the money is it seventy five mil or something? It's been reported. Yeah, yeah, seventy five million. Yeah, so obviously uh, it's a lot of money, but for a player like that, I think it's worth it. Juventus can make that money back, just off selling jerseys. So it's not really a big deal. Um, so any other thoughts on the lit? Um, I just want, I just really want to see how he gels with the team. Like I said, like uh, I really hope he does well in Serie A because he's played in um, with, with like Ajax, who have like a really good attacking team. And I think when he comes in under Maurizio Sarri, who has that same like um, similar like style and tactics as uh, Ten Hag, I think that that would be like really good for him as a player to develop. I just really hope like he like excels at Juve. Yeah, uh, hopefully he does well and uh, represents Serie A well. And hopefully an Italian side can win the Champions League. Um, now we'll go on to Cancelo potentially leaving Juventus for Manchester City. Uh, what do you think about that? Uh, not too happy about him leaving for, for Man City, as I think every transfer window Juventus have, we get like a lot of good quality signings. And then we get like one big player who was like huge for us out the door and we don't replace him with like a like a huge guy and like we just like get like a decent decent like position there and like it really like messes up for the next season. I think Cancelo's like gonna be this year's. Um like if Cancelo leaves I was looking like our possible placement is Darmian and I just don't see Darmian as a top class right back as Cancelo is or like and I think that's gonna be like it's gonna really hurt like our Sadi's tactics. And like how we perform under the season, but at the same time, like if Cancelo wants to leave, um, let him leave. I don't want an unhappy player at the club because that's even worse. Just a real shame that like he's gonna leave, and obviously be uh, unmotivated too if he's unhappy at the club. Um, yeah, I think Cancelo is a great player. Um, did he dip off? I think he did right near the end of the season. Did he dip off in form? Yeah, yeah. Uh, at the beginning, I watched him more. I didn't really see him at. In the second half of the year, I didn't watch many Juventus games because obviously we were far out of the Scudetto race. So I was unmotivated to watch any Juventus game. It was depressing to see how they played compared to us. Um, but yeah, Cancelo obviously is a good player. Uh, a lot of pace. I think he'll fit Pep Guardiola's system well. And you guys should get $60 million, I believe, right? For Cancelo. Yeah, around there. Yeah, so that's a good amount of money. Obviously, that's about probably 85% of the money you're spending on delay right there getting back. So... Um, if you look at it in a way that you're paying $15 million for DeWitt plus Cancelo, I think it's a good signing. Uh, good signing for DeWitt, obviously. And then for Man City, it's a good signing too. Um, now let's move on. So I want to talk about loyalty a little bit because a lot of players, including Zaniolo, a lot of reports are saying he wants to go to Juventus. His head's on off focus. But then his agent came on saying that he does want to stay at Roma. Uh, so what do you think about loyalty now compared to the past? Um, I think in the past it was much more uh, easier to stay loyal to your club. And now, like, the way, like, these young kids are coming up with the teams, I think loyalty, like, is just such a rare trait to have now. Like, a lot of players want trophies. They want money. They want, like, there's a lot of factors to it. And, like, let's say, like, in Zanolos, he's Juve winning the Scudetto, like, year in, year out. He sees Madrid winning Champions League. He sees Barcelona's winning Champions League. Like, he wants to go to a team that could, like, he just wants to be that person who, like, I want I want trophies. I want money. And that's something that big teams could offer. But at the same time, like, I, I value loyalty over all that. 
like if Daniel comes to Juve, like I love it. Like he's an exciting, like young Italian prospect. He'll fit the midfield well. Like, I'll be happy. But at the same time, like as Roma fans, like, I understand like oh, like he was supposed to be like at the beginning. He said he's going to be the next sortie. He, he said it in his videos that he loved Rome. He doesn't want to leave. He, like he said this all before, and it just like actions speak louder than words. And right now, like his words are speaking pretty loud. Yeah. Um... I agree with most of it. I just think, um, I don't know who to believe anymore. Reports are saying that he wants to go to Juventus, but his agent has come out and obviously said that none of that is true. Um, they planned a meeting with Masada, the former Roma director who was there after replacing Monchi for about, I think it was like two months or three months or whatever it was. Um, they planned a meeting at the end of the year to renew his contract. Um, reports are saying that they have um, negotiated a new contract, but haven't agreed. Um, his agent came out and said that they haven't started negotiations, so we don't know what's happening anymore. Uh, I think it's just like a stunt to like get the money Zanyola wants. I think because I saw reports saying he wants like, what was it, two and a half million? Yeah, two, two and a half million reports Jeez. saying that. I... And then uh, Zanyola's mother also came out and said that none of that's true and her son wants his happy in Rome, but we don't know. Um, it's all news right now. We're going to have to wait and see what happens. Um, now, I want to talk about Conte, and he's um, building uh, unprecedented barriers to protect his training ground and not let anybody see what they're doing. So what do you think about that privacy going on? I think that's, yeah, I think that's very interesting. Um, I could kind of see why he's doing it. He wants to, like, maybe he's trying, like, a all-new approach because, uh, as we know, Conte is, like, a, a defensive manager, but he, like, he gets the results. But I think... Um, I do think he's going to be, like, doing a new approach, maybe maybe like a, a Mauricio Sarri approach or a Pep Guardiola approach. And he just doesn't want people seeing, like, oh, when I play against Inter, like, Conte plays defensively, so we know how to play. We could just press them. But maybe Conte is, like, reversing that, and he's going, to, he's going to tell his players to press, and it's going to be, like, it's going to throw the opposition off. I think that's what he wants, and he doesn't want anyone to see it, like, not the media, not other teams or anything like that. Yeah, I think um, I think it's interesting. Um, it's happened a couple of times I've seen, but um, I think it's weird to do it so early in the year. I thought people, like the players, trying to get back in shape and more physical um, workouts, not really tactical, but it looks like he's, I don't know what he's doing, most likely tactical already. Um, it's kind of weird for a coach to do that for having their full team like, ready. They didn't buy all the players they want. You know, apparently Lukaku might be joining. A report came out actually a couple of minutes ago about Intermeeting with Lukaku's agent again tomorrow. I'm not sure if it's true, but that's what's reported. Um, yeah, it's interesting. We don't see that much, and um, I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. Um, anything else you want to talk about, Francesco? I just want to talk about how like the seasons like coming up. Obviously, we have the ICC coming up. We just we're gonna see like all these new signings for like the Serie A teams, like in in the ICC, like how like they're gonna play. I think. Um, July 21st, I'm pretty sure, uh, Juventus play Tottenham, and I think that's going to be such an exciting game for, like, Juve fans, just to see how Mauricio Sarri's approach is. Obviously, like, you won't see, like, the full approach. Like, you'll see, like, the half version, because, like, obviously you're not going to see, like, Buffon, Ronaldo, like, all those guys playing. You're going to see, like, the young youngsters, like, Nicolucci Hans, you're going to see Moise King, Pinsolio possibly, maybe Perrin. Uh, you're going to see, like those, like, those faces. You're not going to see, like, the stars. You're going to see the subs and the reserves. So, like, but just to see, like, how we play, like, pressing up. And if you could get, like, those guys, like, playing really well, it'd be exciting 
start of the season to see like the starters play that well, especially for Fiorentina, Fiorentina, the ICC, to see like how they play. Yeah, I was gonna say, um, I was actually about to bring that up. Uh, Comiso bringing Fiorentina to the ICC, obviously after Roma dropping out. I think it's a great initiative to get the name Fiorentina out there. Not many people in America know who they yeah. are. They're a small club. I think it's really good that he's doing that. And um, it's even good for players like Chiesa. So young um, Americans can learn about who he is and grow up watching him. Um, yeah, I think it's very good for both Fiorentina and the league and obviously Fiorentina fans. Um, yeah, that's all I think we're going to talk about today. Um, obviously, not much has happened in the past couple of days, so it wasn't really much to talk about. If you guys want to ask us anything, our Twitter's at Six Side Calcio. If you want to listen to this podcast, it's available obviously on Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. And um, anything else you want to say? Um, I just want to bring up a quick topic here. It's not City I related, but it's uh, football related. Uh, I want to know your thoughts on uh, the, the women's uh, U.S. team speaking out and saying they deserve like equal pay towards the men's team? Uh, well, obviously, um, obviously, if I was them, I'd want to get equal pay. Obviously, it's fair like that, right? But I think it also comes down to the views they're bringing in on TV. And if they're not the same as the men, it's kind of tough to give them equal pay. I see what they mean. Obviously, they deserve it. They both play the same amount of games. They both work hard for the teams and countries. But um, I don't know. It's all business nowadays, and whoever brings in the views gets paid. So that's how, that's how I see it. That's true. Um. How about you? What do you think about that situation? Uh, just like difficult. I don't think it's as big as the men's game yet. I don't think it's close to being as big as the men's game. But at the same time, like you don't just like turn on the TV and see like, oh, the women's league is on. Let me watch this. Is it just not like available? And I think like that's what they should do, make it more available. But at the same time, yeah, I don't think they should be getting paid like as much. Yeah, I think they have to like work more. I think they should be getting like a raise, like maybe closer to the men. Yeah, I agree with what you said there too. And if you were to ask me, oh, where can I watch um so and so play a women's team? Um, I would have no idea what channel they'd be on. So they have to do a better job of getting the name out there and being able to access their uh, football. So that's that's my opinion on the matter. Um, and yeah, I think that's all for uh, today. Um, you guys, want to ask us a question once again? We're at Six Side Couch on Twitter. Um, and thanks for watching. Bye guys.